ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhunt, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 my purpose girls. My goddesses, my queens, women who are here to live your happiest, glorious, most empowered and purposeful life. We're releasing this on the last day of Women's History Month. And of course, I've done a ton of celebrating of Women's History Month because I led the Women's Day event and had 2,000 women registered. And hopefully you were there. If not, you can still get the recordings. Just send my team a message, team at purposegirl.com. But as I've gone through the month, it's been so fun and so exciting to see so many different people post and to read stories of women who have literally made history. Some women that the world doesn't talk about, whose stories really change the trajectory of voting rights, change the trajectory of women's rights, change the trajectory for human rights, for the planet, and some that we talk about a lot. But as I sit here today, did you know that still only 8% of all Fortune 500 CEOs are women? And that there are only a handful of world leaders who are women? Of course, that number is growing, but still only a handful. And what about our entrepreneurs? There are many more women, but less. What about women getting raises and promotions? It's happening more, but still less. What about women who feel good about the fact that they are going to choose to make raising their children and the home their primary job? Because goddess knows it is (laughs) 10 times of a job. And women who feel good about working and not having all the infighting, thinking that moms who stay home are bad or moms who work are bad, right? Like, There is so much more to go. We have made massive history and there's so much more to go. And this is where you come in. This is where you come in. This is where I come in. This is where we come in. And my question for today's episode of the Purpose Girl podcast is, what history are you making? What is your contribution to the history that will be talked about 50 years from now, 100 years from now, or 10 years from now? What is your part? I know that when I go, whenever that time is, whether it is next week or it is 50 years from now, hopefully, I want to feel like I have filled every cell of my body with as much purpose, with as much joy, with as much connection, with as much aliveness, with as much legacy and impact with as much deliciousness as I possibly can. And look, there are certainly days, there are certainly moments when we don't have all that. Of course, it's called being human. And I want to be able every single day to look back and say, yeah, I was part of 
the history of making change. I know a lot of people use the word history, and that is really what today's episode is about. Today, I'm going to go into talking about so many of the glorious women who made history, who made history, who changed the trajectory for so many of us and continue to bring their stories back to us, back to what we can do now. Because if there's one thing that I know for sure, it's actually two things. If there are two things, and there's probably more, but as I said, one, two came to me. If there are two things I know for sure, it is number one, that every single one of us came here for purpose. Each of us came here to do our part, to elevate the planet, to create more love, to create more equality, to create more abundance, to create more beauty, to create more art. Every single one of us came here for our own specific unique part, little part, little big, whatever we want to call it. And I know that for an absolute fact, because you have incredible gifts. I know you have incredible ideas, even if they seem so buried that you don't know what they are. You have incredible desires. You have incredible gifts that you've had your whole life, where maybe you're the person that everybody came to to share and they still come to you and they just like spill their juice, right? They tell you everything. Someone was just telling me that they have always been that person. That's a stranger will walk by them on the street and just like, tell them their whole life story. And maybe you're that person and that's a special gift that not all of us have. Or maybe you have a super special gift when it comes to interacting with the elderly. I have a friend who is so gifted and she loves and finds such pleasure and empowerment and joy and purpose in caring for those who are toward the end of their life because there's so much wisdom there for her to gain. And that's a joy for her. Or perhaps you're so gifted with painting or with numbers or with writing or speaking or a million other things. And I also know that you are going to have different passions, different joy than I have. And I know that you've had a different life experience. And so there is a way for you to make history or herstory in a way that I cannot. And so the first thing that I know for sure is that you're here for purpose. The second thing I know for sure is that your purpose is needed. That I know for absolute sure. Because we are living in a world that needs more diverse voices, that needs more perspective, that needs more love, more juice, more joy, more talent. And I'll add a third thing that I know for sure that I just shared in the Visionary Vixen Masterclass this week, which, by the way, has been off the charts. Like, I I can't even with this masterclass. I mean, women coming onto this class and claiming that they are visionary, sharing the visions that they have for their lives of what things will look like when they're in their 80s, sharing and going deeper and empowering and encouraging each other, cheerleading each other to say, oh, yes, and what else? And what else is a desire? And tell me about your future brags and like really taking each other higher and breaking through. Woo, did we have a good talk about perfectionism? (laughs) Breaking through perfectionism and comparison and all that crap to be able to make our own history and legacy. 
It's been so good. I can't even. And I opened that class by sharing with them that your purpose, my purpose, all of our purpose is to elevate the vibration of the planet. To make this world a better place. In Hebrew, we use the term tikkun olam, to repair the world. And in the priestess lineage that I studied in, that I teach, it's raising the vibration of the planet in the way that you can, by being joy, by being inspiration, by being inspiring, by taking action, raising the vibration of the planet. That is what we're here to do, ultimately. And that requires that we are living our purpose, making impact and doing so in a way that feels so good and so aligned and so much fun and feels like on fire and all of that good stuff. So we're going to talk about these incredible women. We're going to bring it back to you and how you can take steps forward. And I want to share with you, I'm so excited because I have a massive opportunity for you, like the biggest, best, most incredible opportunity for you that's totally accessible. You can totally join. That's has changed I don't know, I have to add up probably 150 women's lives at this point. And I'll be sharing that in one second. First, I want to read a review of the week. This is a direct message that came to me on Instagram. And she says, I got to tell you, I just love watching you change the world. You are on fire and such an inspiration heart. This is coming to me from one of my former coaching clients who I haven't talked to in years. And I saw her post something and I told her, hello, I haven't seen you in a while. You look incredible. And this is what she replied back to me and said, and miss you. Ah, this is coming from Gloria in New Jersey. Gloria, I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. All of you out there, I want to hear from you. What do you love about the Purpose Girl podcast? And share your five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen right now. Now, I'm going to get into some of these incredible women in history. But first, I want to share an incredible opportunity with you. And that is, drumroll please. I am drumming literally on a Pampers box, just so you know, because I'm still in Miami and taping this from my mom's closet. So drum roll, please. The doors to my signature course, the course that starts it all, that I don't know, probably 150 or 200 women at this point have taken. It is like, I can't even tell you how many lives it has changed, but I will tell you stories from it because I'm going to include them in making history in today's episode. But Goddess on Purpose is open for registration. I am so excited because the doors are just opening and we already have like 15 women registered. (laughs) It's going to be incredible. So this is typically a nine-week course. I'm extending it to 11 weeks. I'm adding in three bonus classes. It's going to blow your mind. This is the course for you. If you either are unclear of your purpose, you don't know what it is and you want to know, You want to go deep into all the things we do on the Purpose Girl podcast, but you want to actually be with me live while I'm taking you through exercises. I'm teaching you. I'm giving you workbooks. I'm giving you homework each week. You're connecting in community. You're meeting up and sharing with sisters and they are reflecting for you. Like if you love the Purpose Girl podcast, this is the course for you. It is my signature course. It's my starter course. It's called Goddess on Purpose. We start April 15th, but right now it is on super special early bird discount. So if you want that early bird discount, which is a couple hundred dollars off, but you need to register right now because then it's going to go up in just a couple of days. So go to goddessonpurposecourse.com, goddessonpurposecourse.com. Throughout those 11 weeks, I am taking you so deep into inspiration so that you get clear on how you are inspiring. What is your inspiration to share with the world? I am taking you into joy 
that week is like, I can't even tell you how many women, they came for purpose, but they said they walked out with joy. They didn't even expect it because your joy is part of elevating the vibration of the planet. One entire week dedicated to your superpowers and what is unique about you. One entire week dedicated to your courage so that you get over fear. That's why this course is so perfect for every woman, whether you, one, don't know your purpose and you're like, what is it? Help me. It has all of those tools and or two, you know your purpose, but you've been stuck. You haven't been going for it. The exercises in this class have helped women who sit in both places skyrocket. One of my clients came into the course having no clue what her purpose is. And through doing all the exercises, she felt into her own personal story, having been ostracized from her family. And she's like, oh my goddess, that's my purpose. I'm going to create a safe, loving, informative space for other mothers and grandmothers who have been through this. She reunited with her children and together she and her daughter are creating this. Hello. Another woman came into the Goddess on Purpose course, very clear on her purpose to work with foster kids. And she has been like, she herself adopted two foster kids. She has been working tirelessly through the system, through them, but she was burnt out. And so through the Goddess on Purpose course, she found her joy and work became delightful again. Another woman joined the Goddess on Purpose class as an artist. She knew her purpose, but she hadn't been putting herself out there. And through that course, She started to look at where are the art fairs, where are the different shows she could submit to, and she got into one of the biggest shows in the United States. Woo! This course is incredible. And these sisters, every year of this course, they stay in contact and they keep meeting. They have reunions every few months. It like blows me away because they become such close friends supporting each other. So you want to check this out goddessonpurposecourse.com, goddessonpurposecourse.com. I would love, love, love to have you join us. Okay, now let's talk about some of, and there's no way I could include everyone, but let's talk about some of the incredible women who live their purpose or who have lived their purpose despite all odds or maybe because the odds were stacked against them. And they are our icons for us to look at. And as I go through these different women, I'm gonna ask you a few questions to bring it home to you in your life and your purpose and what is the lesson that you can take from it? What is the wisdom that you can take? I want to go back to 2017 and I was on Facebook and I saw someone post the words me too. And I was curious about it. And then it was probably a few hours later, I saw someone else post me too. And as I started seeing these posts I remember the chills in my body. I remember having a deep knowing in my cells, in my bones, that something important was happening. And then it soon came out that Alyssa Milano had used it as a Twitter hashtag in response to allegations of sexual harassment from Harvey Weinstein. And my whole body went, oh my goddess, we're on the verge of something really important here. And we started seeing more and more women and some men and some non-binary humans post the words Me Too. And so a lot of people credit Alyssa Milano with the Me Too words. And I want to credit her with bringing them to the forefront. But the real founder of the Me Too movement was an incredible woman named Tarana Burke. Tarana Burke has been a youth worker her whole life. And according to her website, she worked at the time predominantly with black children, with children of color, and did camps as well as other programs for them. 
And during an all-girl bonding session at one of the youth camps, they did a workshop for girls to share their most intimate fears and joys and painful moments and said, reach out to an adult if you want to connect more. And on her website, she talks about a girl heaven and in her book. So definitely read her book. She talks about a girl heaven who approached her and wanted to share with her her own story of how her quote unquote stepdaddy or her mother's boyfriend was molesting her. And Tarana Burke tells the story of listening to this little girl, not wanting to hear the whole story because it was too painful. Because listening to her, all she kept thinking to herself was me too. And I think about how many girls, how many women and how many boys, how many of our trans siblings utter the words me too, either listening to this or reading that book or during the movement or anytime they see the words me too. And what's so incredible about those two words is that they give voice, they give permission, they create normalcy, they create the sense that it's okay, it's okay, it's not your fault. They create community to know you're not alone and they create so much power and so much strength and so much courage. It takes so much courage to say those words. And what has happened with her coining that term or having that thought, Me Too, and now the whole Me Too movement is that thousands, perhaps even millions of people who have felt shame in hiding now have been out telling their story, can relieve decades of pain, can finally normalize this experience, can finally feel like they are not broken, can finally heal, and can finally use this painful experience for purpose. Many have gone on from saying the words me too, to writing their own books, to creating their own speeches, their own TEDx talks, to creating their own youth movements or working for other youth movements. One of my best, best, best friends was also molested when she was a child. And it's not my story to tell, but I will tell you that she and her team go into schools to create these conversations so the kids have a place to go to their teacher or to come up to her afterwards or to go to a safe adult and say, me too. I mean, can you imagine how difficult And I know from her how rewarding that she gets to save another child from that experience or from the experience going on and on. These women, Tarana Burke, this dear, dear friend of mine, Alyssa Milano, by saying those two words on Twitter, and so many others have made history, have left a legacy because we've now brought out into the open so many who have been abusing others, whether it's Matt Lauer, it's Harvey Weinstein, so many abusers. And they are finally being held accountable. And at the same time, so many are finally receiving the validation and the healing that is making history. That is legacy. And so sisters, one of the things I want you to think about that we can so honor Tarana Burke with is for you to think about your own pain to purpose story. And not all of us have that kind of traumatic pain. But what's the wisdom that you've gained from your life that 
is part of your purpose because you've lived a life that I haven't lived. So you have wisdom, you have experience to teach and to share and to create something that I don't have. And that's why I know that you're needed. And so I want you to spend some time journaling on this. I want you to spend some time thinking about this. Reach out to me, share with me your own experience, share with me what's coming up for you around wisdom and legacy, around pain to purpose. And if you're like, I don't know, or this is too hard for me, then that is when you need to get your booty into the Goddess on Purpose course, because we spend an entire week on this, where I give you all of the exercises through our live class, through the other sisters, you are held so closely, so dearly, that week alone is worth tens of thousands of dollars, because so many people have broken through. In last year's Goddess on Purpose class, a woman who is a corporate executive has like made millions of dollars, corporate executive, so powerful, shared her Me Too story in the middle of the Goddess on Purpose class last year. And she said it relieved 30 years of pain to share. And then that led her to say, and what is now mine to create in the world? She knew she was leaving corporate. What's mine? And she's creating beautiful things, including getting together with other women and producing a movie on healing and happiness and well-being. I mean, it's incredible. It's 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 mind blowing. Let's talk for a minute about Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern of New Zealand. She became New Zealand's youngest prime minister at 37. Hello, (laughs) 37. I can't even. She also was pregnant in office. And she also has made massive change, including being one of, if not the best led countries during the pandemic, because she led it with heart. She led it with love. And she's this incredible, incredible woman who knew that she had to step forward into leadership. I talked about how many world leaders are women, and it is very, very, very few. And she knew that she needed to because she saw so many things that were wrong. She's like, this is ridiculous, the way that things are being handled all over the world and here at home. And so she focused in on issues that really mattered, like free university education. I mean, can you imagine if when people graduate from the university, from college, they didn't have $100,000 or $200,000 of debt? It takes so many years to make up that debt. I'm still paying off my graduate school loans. I graduated 10 years ago. I think that they're over soon. But I graduated with, I think, $50,000 in school loans to get my master's in positive psychology, the science of happiness and human flourishing, which I was delighted to do because it lets me do this with you. But I knew taking out that loan, it was going to be $93,000 by the time it was all over. Almost double what I took out. What? I needed 50, but because of these crazy loans and the interest rates, it was going up to $93,000 by the time it's all done. I can't even think about it. (laughs) I can't think about it. La, 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 right? So she came in so that she could call for free university education, so that she could focus in on immigration. She could focus in on women's rights. She could create new programs to alleviate poverty. She could do more that was more fair for those who are marginalized. I mean, she came in and people were talking about her as like a rock star politician. And of course, being a younger woman running, media wanted her to answer about if she would ever have children. An interviewer actually said, are you planning to have children? Because shouldn't we get to know, like your employer gets to know if you're going to have children. Actually, employers do not get to know if we're going to have children, right? Isn't that part of what holds a woman down that they would take that into account? 
I understand that it's not easy on a company when any of their employees have any sort of medical or family issues and needs that would take them out of the office for a little bit. But how else are we going to repopulate their workforce if not to actually have children? I mean, it is insane. It's literally ridiculous. So she responded to the media in this inquiry this way. I decided to talk about it. It was my choice. But for other women, it is totally unacceptable in 2017 to say that women should have to answer that question in the workplace. It is the woman's decision about when they choose to have children. It should not predetermine whether or not they are given a job or have job opportunities. Boom. Thank you. Thank you, Prime Minister Arden. Can you imagine if every single employer out there asked this question? Would any women be hired? Or would a woman have to lie about it? I remember my very first job right out of college. I was in an office. It was like a marketing office with mm, maybe like seven or eight other young women. We were all young women in our 20s. And our boss, who was maybe in her 40s or 50s, and she would tell us all the time that she chose to not have children so that she could have her career. And she would make jokes, quote unquote, Like, oh, don't you all go have children on me. Oh, you're not going to go have kids, are you? Oh, what am I going to do? And it was like, what? And so we all felt a little bit uncomfortable because we were all young women. Several of us were newly married. And you know what? Bravo to my colleagues because they did go and get pregnant and they did go start their families because they should have. We get to have both. We get to have it all. And it is absolutely making history or herstory when you say that we have a right to that. Because how are we going to bridge the pay gap? Which, by the way, according to the United Nations, white women make about 20 cents less on the dollar than men do in the exact same job. Black and Latina women make even less. Like, this is ridiculous at this point in 2022. So according to the United Nations, bridging that pay gap will take something to the effect of 267 years what? 267 years? Now, I know I've talked about this beforehand, but I want you to take Jacinda Arden's words into account of why some of this is still going on. Because there are still people who think that we shouldn't be having children and have a job or that we shouldn't be hired or we shouldn't be hired at the same pay grade. And so what I want you to take from Jacinda Arden is what is the thing or the things, it doesn't have to be one thing, what are the things that you are passionate about? What are the things that you want to give voice to in the world? Whether that is officially as your job or that is taking to Twitter or social media or that is simply when you're sitting in a group of friends or at your holiday dinner and people start talking about racism or they make jokes about LGBTQ humans, you give voice you give voice. You're the one who says, yeah, I'm not okay with this. You're the one who corrects the conversation. So what we can learn from her making this history, making this history is to be the ones who have the voice. If you're sitting there and you're like, I don't know what's mine to say. I totally get it. I used to feel the same way. And I had to really, really, really learn to go inward and really quiet my mind and listen to my heart and my soul and really think about and really feel into what I'm passionate about. And that's such a question we ask people, or what are you passionate about? You're like, I don't know what job I want, or I don't know what my purpose is. And they'll say, well, what are you passionate about? And then I don't know about you, 
But I know my brain used to be deer in headlights. Like, oh, I don't know. Suddenly my brain went silent. And I see this in a lot of people. And that's why we actually need, I know I needed and now I create the kinds of sisterhoods and the kinds of environments and exercises and questions and tools to help us go inward. A woman who took my Goddess on Purpose class, she had no clue what her purpose was. She just knew that she was pretty much done with her government job and she was aching for something. She knew, I want to be about change. I want to be about change. But she wasn't sure what it was. She did the Goddess on Purpose course. And as she went through the course and really started to do the exercises and listen, she knew, oh, I'm here to elevate the species, like (laughs) elevate the human species. No small order, right? And she started feeling into through all the exercises what she had to say and what her superpowers are and her gifts. And she realized that she hadn't really been using her voice. She hadn't been speaking. And so she said, maybe I want to start with a blog. It was like, great. So she started with a blog. She shared it with the women in Goddess on Purpose. They all were like, oh my gosh, more please. And I will tell you now that she sends out a daily newsletter to a growing list of people who want her good news so that they can hear stories of love, of hope, and how to take action. And she speaks about everything from ways we can take action on the environment, ways we can take action on animals, ways we can take action on creating more equality and humanity. And she is incredible. In fact, it's called The Good News and Good Do's. And you absolutely should subscribe. I will put a link in the show notes. But all of this is within you. It was within her and it's within you. In fact, speaking up can be one of the most powerful things that we do. We're just coming off of the Jewish holiday of Purim, which actually celebrates Esther's story. If you're familiar with the Bible or you're not, whether you read a Christian Bible, a Jewish Bible or no Bible, the story of Esther is predominant. And it's really one of the only stories, even though I know that there were many more, but one of the only stories of women and purpose. And the story goes like this. There was a king in Persia who got rid of his wife. Not happy about that for Vashti, his wife Vashti. But that's a different story. And he wanted a new wife. And Esther, her name had been in Hebrew Hadassah, became Esther. She was chosen for her beauty and she was Jewish and people were very anti-Semitic. So she actually needed to hide the fact that she was Jewish and her family wanted her to take this role as queen in order to help the Jewish people. I mean, can you imagine a young woman saying, I'm going to become queen and knowing in the back of your head that you are, are there, you're taking this on in order to create massive change? Like, holy cow in order to create massive change for your people, for your underserved minority people, like that is huge, how courageous she was. And then one of the king's top advisors, people, Haman, became offended by Esther's cousin and guardian Mordechai. And so Haman plotted to have all of the Jews killed. All of the Jews killed and actually convinces the king to give him permission to do so. However, Esther bravely speaks up. Esther bravely goes to the king and shares truth, who then flips around and instead has Haman executed and gives permission to the Jews to actually kill their enemies. Now, I'm not a fan of anyone killing anyone, 
But either way, can we just think about this for a moment? The bravery of young Esther, the courage to make history her story, to go to the king and save all of her people who were going to be killed for no reason at all. I mean, this is incredible. Now, again, I'm not saying that the king should have said, okay, now you can go kill. No, uh-uh. I don't think that that was Esther's idea. Her idea was just don't have the Jews killed. This is remarkable. And perhaps because of Esther, I'm alive. Right? The Jewish people continued. And in fact, bravery after bravery among Jewish people, no matter the Holocaust pogroms in Russia, so many Spanish Inquisition, so many things that tried to kill Jews and of course other minorities off. But we can look at Esther and my question for you with Esther and your purpose, your legacy, your part in making her story is around your own courage. And for you to really tap into your courage, because courage is what makes the difference in this whole purpose and history legacy phenomenon. And so many women I know say, I don't have the courage. What will people say about me? What will people think? I mean, can we think about Esther for a minute? Can we think about any of these women? Can we think about Tarana Burke? Can we talk about Stacey Abrams? Stacey Abrams is a politician from Atlanta, Georgia. And after 11 years in the Georgia House of Representatives, she became the Democratic nominee for governor of Georgia. And she actually won, at the time, more votes than any other Democrat in history. And she witnessed the massive, gross mismanagement of elections in the state of Georgia. That when there was question about votes, the very person who got to oversee it was the person she was running against. So is that fair? Should he have recused himself? And she, rather than just getting mad or just going home or just giving up on politics, do you know what Stacey Abrams did? Stacey Abrams launched Fair Fight to ensure that every American has a voice in the election systems. Fair Fight is actually what won the presidential election in 2020. She got out people to vote. Now, I know that there are a lot of people who think that that election was rigged. I know there are a lot of people who think that a lot of people double voted or dead people voted or whatever it is. Absolutely not. This has been tried in court after court after court after court, including going up to the Supreme Court, who ruled that the presidency absolutely was won by Joe Biden. And so no matter your politics, we have many, many, many court systems, including judges appointed by former President Trump himself, who said, no, this was a fair election. And that fair election, it was won because of Stacey Abrams. Can you imagine how much courage she had to have? After losing an election, talk about a pain to purpose story, rather than just plotting for her next election, or rather than her just saying, forget this, forget this crap, I'm going to go find a great corporate job or a job in the media that pays me a ton of money, which she would get. She said, oh no, I'm going to create a better system. Hello, superpowers. Hello, courage. Hello, voice. She's incredible. I email her team every year to say, will you please speak at the Women's Day event? I haven't heard back yet, but I'm persistent as hell. So I will keep trying. And she's riding on the back of Jane Addams, who was a pioneer for social change 
She was a suffragette, a peace activist, and a Nobel Peace Prize winner who rejected marriage and motherhood in favor of a lifetime committing to social reform. This goes back to the early 1900s. Can you imagine a woman at that time saying no to marriage in order to create social change, in order to create the right for women to vote, in order to make the world a better place? She said no to marriage? I mean, that had to be unheard of. And yet that is exactly what Jane Addams did. She created Hull House, which is a place for immigrants and diverse communities to gather and to sponsor legislations that abolish child labor, established juvenile courts, working on school attendance, ensuring safe working conditions in factories. I mean, this woman was a shero. And she made a powerful choice. And that's always what purpose comes down to. That's always being a goddess on purpose is beginning with that choice, that powerful choice. Can you imagine the courage? Similarly courageous, Hedy Lamar. If you've never heard of Hedy Lamar, or maybe you have, she was often called the most beautiful woman in film. You might know her as an actress from many, many years ago during the 1940s, 1950s. Did you know, or maybe if you've never heard of her, it will be amazing to hear. She was actually a brilliant scientist, technologist, if that's a word, mathematician. She was married to someone who became a top, quote unquote, leader in the Nazi party who was very close to Hitler. And she was actually Jewish. And so she was there when they would talk over dinner about their plans. She was there when they were making arrangements. And she left She left her husband. She left that horrible life that she was in because she was being abused in many ways. And she came to the United States and she started taking up acting. But while she did, she actually kept working on a technology. She was an inventor with an incredible mind. And she worked on a technology that would disguise radio transmission. She wanted to actually help the United States combat Hitler. And she was rejected. The secret communication system was rejected by the U.S. Navy. They ignored her findings. But years later, if you're holding a smartphone like I am right now, because this is where I did all of my research today, then you can thank Hattie Lamar for that. Because her communication system was the precursor to wireless technology, including Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. What? She had a superpower. And it was actually a secret superpower. People weren't listening to her. She had persistence. She kept going. She was such a goddess on purpose. There are so many women who braved everything. Harriet Tubman, Fannie Lou Hamer, Rosa Parks, the list goes on and on and on. And each one of these incredible women made a decision that they were going to live on purpose. They made a decision that they were going to use their talents, their superpowers to further a passion to make the world a better place. They found the courage within. They kept going when everything was against them. And they were part of changing the world, of raising the vibration of the planet. Because of them, we have so much. But also because of them, we can't stop. It's our time now. It's our time to take the baton and keep going. And we are needed more than ever. There is so much more to do. Greta Thunberg, the teenager in Sweden, who is an activist for environmental rights and has created a whole movement around the world. I mean, people are rising up. 
after the Stoneman Douglas High School shooting in Florida a couple of years ago, the teenagers took up a whole effort fighting tirelessly to change gun laws. I mean, this is what is within our power. Candy Leitner, whose daughter was killed by a drunk driver when she was only 13 years old. God, no one would have blamed Candy Leitner for just like drinking or shopping her life away or just killing herself after she lost her precious little girl. And instead, she created Mothers Against Drunk Driving. What? Has saved like, I don't know, I think three to 500,000 lives because of the efforts. And it comes home too. You don't have to do something like Candy Leitner or Stacey Abrams and something that's like change on that level. That might sound exhausting to you. But what about becoming the goddess on purpose in your home? where you change the conversation in your home to conversation of gratitude, of love. You do exercises with your kids around their strengths. What if you become a goddess on purpose within your community and you're the one that plants the flowers that other people look at? Like, what if you rise up just in your joy? One of my clients who found her joy in goddess on purpose, her kids were like, oh my God, mom, you're so different now. And that has changed their family dynamic. And then that changes their kids' lives and what their kids go on and do. Do you see the multiple levels? And so here we are, the last day of Women's History Month. And my plea to you is to claim right now that you are going to take the baton. You're going to take it with joy. You're going to take it with excitement. You might take it with some nervousness too. That's okay. But that you're going to live your legacy too, whether that's through artwork, it's through words, it's through your home, it's through your friends. Maybe you're the one that gathers all the friends and instead of a book club, you have a Purpose Girl podcast club. And you're like, let's get together every week and we listen to the Purpose Girl podcast and then we each share what we're learning from it. And then each of those women goes out and they create a club for it. Like, do you see how you can make change? And that's what we do here at the Purpose Girl podcast. We change the world one woman at a time. And that's why I'm so passionate about you joining the Goddess on Purpose class. And listen, it is on sale right now. And I have payment plans on the website. If you're like, I can't afford it. How do I afford it? Send my team an email, team at purposegirl.com. I have created extended payment plans for people because what matters most to me is that you step into being that leader. You step into your part. You step into your joy. You step into being the vibration that really changes your part of the world. And so join us, sister. This is going to be the most extraordinary class. Every year, I make it better and better and better. Every year. Bonus classes this year on mindset and on your sensuality. Like every year, I make it better because I learn more from the class before. And I'm telling you, a couple hundred women can't be wrong. And by the way, women have taken this class two times, three times, not because they didn't get anything the first time, but because they love it so much. It's like it's like their synagogue or their church or their mosque. They come back because they love it and they love the sisterhood and they learn something new every time. So join us. Don't miss out on this. I only do this live once a year. So join us. Go to goddessonpurposecourse.com, goddessonpurposecourse.com and send my team any questions you have, team at purposegirl.com. And no matter what, Take the exercises that I gave you in this episode and go do them. And let's change the world together. With that, my love, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself and may you love life. Bye for now.